Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91. Test at home with results in 15 minutes with Helgen COVID rapid antigen tests from Chemist Warehouse. This is Baz and Dizzy for breakfast on SENZ. Good morning. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SCNZ. It's Monday the 4th of April. We've got Tony Kemp and we've got Ricardo Ball in the house with myself, Izzy Dag. I'm back. Had a wee little, uh, had a wee little break. We'll touch on that very, very shortly, but I'm back and uh, ready to rip into uh, days of sport because the weekend was at it all. You weren't, you weren't impressed, with, impressed with what was going on on the weekend. Well, wow, we. There was lots happening, not only in the sporting world, but racing as well over in Australia and at Arwapuni and Avondale on the weekend. We'll rip into that very shortly. We've got a good show for you today. Lots and lots of guests. Today we're going to talk about the cricket. The ICC Cricket World Cup has come to an end with Australia dominating from the outset. Laura McGoldrick, well, she was there from start to finish, doing a great job presenting uh, the ICC Cricket World Cup. And she's going to come on the show and just... Break it, down, break it on down and just really share her experiences of the whole event and uh, talk about, well, Australia's emphatic win in the end, dominating here in Christchurch. And what a day it was, too, to put on the event like that and have the weather that Christchurch Ototahi was able to hold. Um, it was awesome to see. So we're going to have Laura McGoldrick on the show at uh, 7 o'clock. And then after that, we heard it from Aroha in the news. Our man, back-to-back, Paul Coles, winning back-to-back British Opens. Dominating style, straight games, three love. And uh, we're going to try and get Colsey on the show in the 7 o'clock hour. Um, he's quite busy at the moment, which is fair enough. He's just won the British Open. And uh, we want to get him on the show. He's always finding time for us here. Uh, we love championing him and, and getting him up and about. And he's always a great get for us. So Colsey will come on the show when he can in the 7 o'clock hour. And then just after 8 o'clock, Sunday Arvo Rugby. Who's a fan? Who loves it? Me, I absolutely love it. That was good. Yeah, the capital did not disappoint with the Chiefs edging out the Canes by one point. And there was a big talking point on our show on Friday. Matua Kempe talking about Julie Barrett playing 12 and would he be suited in the league game? Well, you saw for yourself. He 100% will. If you, you saw him, Kempe. I'm going to get you on right now. Kempe. <laughs> you saw More how he throws his body. 
yeah. at the defensive line, mate. Shoots out, puts on a hit, and gets back up. Mate, like, mate plenty of hair, plenty of crazy. head too. Plenty of Taranaki head from the coast. <laughs> He's um mm. he's a tough he tough kid mate he makes it in league I I can't wait um mm. getting Geordie Barrett on this morning to talk to him to say how close he was to signing for Sydney City because that's probably the only club that could afford him with a sombrero <laughs> that they've got as a cap um but mate yeah he can mate, if, if they're looking for someone to fill that second five eight for the All Blacks he just showed us dinner yesterday that he can do it. You must have been yeah, impressed, isn't it? You must have been. Oh, very, very impressed. I'm not surprised, though. I'm not surprised with Geordie. Like, he's an absolute freak of a talent. Anything he touches, mate, turns to gold. And he's just an ultimate competitor. And so I wasn't surprised that he can play 12. He played a lot as 12 at the age great group for, for New Zealand under-20s and, and performed extremely well there. He's got the defensive game that's, you know, unmatched. He's uh, tactically really sound. Um, so, yeah, I, I wasn't surprised. Look, I'm still unsure if that's... If that's his position, his favourite position, you know, like for me, I love seeing him out on the outside backs um, defensively with a fullback that can make, you know, covering tackles and defensively really sound. Um, it just works wonders for me. So, look, but that, that that's, like you you spoke about it, there's, you've got David Harvey, you've got RTS, um, and now you've got Geordie Barrett that are three quality 12s. Um, what about Lester Fong-Nuku? Oh, man, he's got to be there somewhere. He's got to be in the mix. You're a fan of Leicester. I'm a big fan of Leicester, you know, but you've got, you know, you got um, Anton Leonard-Brown as well. I mean, the the thing that worries me is he is, like, you got RTS, I want to be a 12. you got Rico Ioane, I want to be a 13. (laughs) you got Geordie Barrett, I want to be a 12. Why does nobody want to play 15 anymore, Izzy? Is is your shadow (laughs) too big that no one else can live in it and they all need to shift position? Oh, probably because they've noticed that whoever's playing 13, they've got um, crowbars in their hands, mate, so the 15s aren't getting any ball. Um, you know, the ball's not getting out past Rico, I'll tell you that thing. And so, oh, I, I don't know, look, I, I think they know Geordie, um, or Will Jordan, he's pretty much summed up, uh, sewing up one of those two positions out there, wing or fullback. Uh, yeah, I'm unsure. Look, that's the question, is, is for me, I don't, I don't see, I'd rather see Rico on the outside. Mm. That's just me personally. I think we've got some nice quality centres at the moment that can fill that that void in, in that position. And, and Rico, for me, his speed and his ability to break open the game on the outside is, is second to none. So chucking him in the outside backs. But then you've got Leicester Fying Nuku, and you touched on it, um, Kempi. Mate, he nearly went to league too. Nearly went to league. He was, he was like this close, apparently, can't have an Australian. So that's probably why they'll put him up. in the all-black team, is it? Because he'll go to league <laughs> if, he do, if they don't. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. But, um, yeah, we've got Geordie Barrett, lads, after 8 o'clock, which is... What a get. Uh, uh, yeah, so I, I messaged him and I said, mate, I know I've roomed with Geordie, sleeps all day, half man <laughs> to get out of bed early. And I said to him, I said, oi, 8 o'clock. Enough sleeping, haha. And I said, eight oh five, set your alarm, or I'll drop you. Thanks, brother. Rest up. <laughs> and he messaged back. He goes, ha, yeah, I'll be up, boy. Laughing emoji. He goes, and then he messaged, you might have to give me a wee curfew though. <laughs> so, so he's out and about, but um, hopefully he'll come on the show just after eight o'clock. Yeah. Nah, Do it, there was a story. So how was your weekend? I was going to say, sorry, sorry just to jump in, but there was no, a story no, that he he got offered an AFL contract before he signed his first big deal with the Canes, wasn't he? Uh, yep, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. Uh, I know Bodie 
was pretty much um, nearly offered an AFL contract, and I'm pretty sure Geordie would have been there or thereabouts, mate. Just like we said earlier, they're just f- absolute freaks, eh? Freaks in nature. The way they just have that ball on the string, uh, just make it look effortless, you know? Like, Geordie Barrett, he can bomb it from 60 metres, mate. He's got cannons right and left foot. So, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah, that would have been that would have been true, Ricardo. Yeah, there you go. We'll, we'll ask him about it when we get him on at 8 o'clock. But uh, good weekend. Is, how is the, how's the CAB account looking after the weekend? <sighs> nah, mate, she was horrible. She was a horrible week. I couldn't pick my nose, to be honest. It was... Um, it was a tough one. Um, it just yeah it started with Regal Line, um, J Mac on Regal Line, and uh, over in Australia at Ramwick, I had that as my first leg, and Regal Line just never really got an opportunity. I saw it right next to Hitotsu, and I was thinking maybe if it just follows Hitotsu on the outside, give it a good chance. But um, he didn't follow Hitotsu, and Hitotsu went on the outside, and then J Mac saw something that we couldn't see, and and went on the inside, and and just got caught behind him. Regal line never really kicked on. So after that, I kind of was down and out because I'd been punting all day and getting a hiding. And so I had two <laughs> multis left. And I thought, you know, this, these, these multis are they're good. I had uh, Regal line into Iron Thunderstruck for, uh, for a place. It came second. And then I had um, Nature Strip to win, which I rang Louis on Saturday morning. He said, nah, mate, we had Chris Waller on. No good, no good. Wet track, no good. Won't win. I was like, oh, oh don't be like that, mate. So I put on, a, I put on another bet to save it, and then it won. And Louis said, I hope you kept that bet. And I was like, yep, I did. Thank you, Louis. <laughs> He's good at talking you out of them. He's good at talking you out of them, Louis. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, we and then yeah, so I had those two, and then the multi fell apart with regular line. So tough old weekend. On the punt, but that's okay. We'll rip into it a little bit later on. But you lads, Ricardo, how's your health, mate? You're good? Family's good? Yeah, family's good, mate. Family's good. I'm good. Um, they managed to dodge the plague, so that's all good. Uh, they've both had it, but I've, I've, I'm, I'm still touching wood, still free of it all, mate. So mm. that, that's good. But no, we had a we had a good weekend. Um, and uh, daughter went to grandma's on Saturday, so we went out for boozy lunch and then kind of mm. kicked back home and caught up on some TV we hadn't seen for a while and carried it on, you know, just had a, just had a pretty chilled out, relaxed one actually, mate. Nice. And you, Kempi? I know, I know well, mate, I been messaging all weekend. Yeah, look, I couldn't find, I couldn't find a mate to save myself. Louis was, you know, Louis was talking it up all week, him and Kez and Joe about, you know, going out <laughs> and shouting uncle a couple of beers and lo and behold, I should have known the, the council workers, they couldn't get off their shovels on Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they were stuck in a pothole and, and the stop go sign wouldn't go anywhere and uh, yeah I ended up having lunch with my daughter that was just, that was of the second cab off the rank and 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 caught the Warriors and the wonderful win they had on Saturday afternoon with my son so it was it ended up being what was meant to be a boozy day of betting and Louis just got a hiding I know he did. Um, ended up just being a family day for me. So, mate, and I did all right on the punt because, like I told you, on Friday, and I got yeah. a call Friday morning from Al Sharrick. He gave us the bully on Tavatak. So that yeah. was the get out of jail, but I didn't need to get out of jail because I also told you on line that Hotutsu would, would beat that regal line. Um, yeah. So they were really my two bets. I had a couple of Maldives that got knocked out right at the beginning when our, uh, our, our champion uh, dynastic ran off the track. I don't know where Opie was taken. I think Opie was taken for yeah. early lunch. Um, but yeah, the, that sort of fixed up the rest of the other other multis. I had two of them, but uh, the other two came in, so I was quite happy, mate. I was quite happy and real happy with the Warriors game. I, I think yeah. you know, really surprising about that was a defence. 
Well, forget about the yeah. attack. You know, they scored 20 points, but they kept them to six points, the Broncos, and they smashed them in defence. Payne mm. Huss was, um, I don't know, he he's obviously fighting. He'd be fighting last night. That came out, and the integ- he's got an integrity unit with having a scrap with the young halfback, and um, he's not right. I think him looking for a contract elsewhere, he's got his mind on other things, so he was real quiet. But the way the wingers were, Cossie come in a couple of times and made some real big tackles um, to stop the outside. Farnsworth been on fire too for Broncos. Mm. And, and um, I just thought, man, if their defence can be like that consistently throughout the year, mate, who knows? You know, they're two from four mm. at the moment, you know, the only thing I don't like is, and I said this to a bloke last night, you don't want a 50-50 record because it only gets you, you know, 12 wins and you need like 18 wins to get in the full. So um, let's hope that they can get on a roll. Yeah. Mate, they were very impressive. I thought I thought they were very, very... I just that last 10 minutes as well, uh, Kempi, I just, I was a bit, you know, like how they were just kept trying to push the ball, you know, pushing opportunities instead of just completing their sets. Getting the ball down there, I thought um, Sean Johnson, he played extremely well throughout the day, but I thought that, that last 10 minutes they just got a bit wayward with trying to push things and just kind of kept the Broncos in the game, gave them a little sniff, kept giving them a little sniff. So we cut that out of their game, and then that'll go a long way for them to um, compete in that. And you brought up something about the wingers, man. I was talking to you on, on the text machine over the weekend. It is a, a, something that really grates me about uh, league wingers. And you've been a part of the league systems, you know, like, I know it's it's a defensive thing. When these wingers shoot out, when they shoot out of the line, and they, and they feel like they're gonna try and stop it. But you look at Corey Oates on the weekend; he shot out and made a horrible attempt um, to to stop the uh, the Warriors' attack. So I think it was Reese Walsh steps in and kind of just gets around and then hits it out wide to um, the centre, and he scores on the outside. So for a winger, what's their systems, mate? Are, are they are they given are they given free license to shoot out and, and make the decision to stop it, or are, is there a system? Man? If there is a system, what is that system, mate, please? I, I reckon I remember a nineteen eighty. I nineteen eighty nine, mate. Anthony Butterfield, he played Stan Rogers, probably one of the best front rowers, pound for pound, I've ever played with. He was ninety two kilos, and played front row mm. back in the back in the wow. early nineties, mate. And he would smash people, mate, and get smashed. He was just butts. He was he was he was a pig, mate. He was just one of those players <laughs> that you'd you'd never ever forget about. I remember a comment he made at one of the training sessions, and he just went, you know, effing wingers. Why do we need them? You know what I mean? Because he used to put so much he used to put so much effort in the middle of the park that the wingers would either drop a ball on a kick return on the first tackle, or bring it out and drop a ball, or make a make a silly defensive decision like that. Like I said the other, the other night about wingers, mate, defensive defensive um, ability is only as good as your attitude and your system. And if you stick to mm. your system, which you see Melbourne, for instance, last night, you know, 44-0, their defensive system was wow. on fire. Everyone was working together. The wingers weren't panicking. What you get with the Corey Oates <laughs> decision, or the Cossie comes in and he makes those tackles because that's what you have to do if you mm. if you you miss those those tackles, Brisbane go on and score. Um, wingers, yeah. mate, they're on a different planet. Seriously, mm. you can talk to the cows come home. You think that you, you honestly, you think the dumbest poke on a, on a football field is a front row, don't you? But they're not. They're wingers. Yeah. Seriously, in, in rugby league, and that's but, what you see. You see that Corey Oates coming in for the shot, um, mate. And mm. I'll, 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 t- I'll give you a tip here. That Jesse Arthur's mate, he's the new Nigel Wagner. Seriously, wow. they should move him to 5'8", sooner rather than later. The kid's got speed to burn, and he's actually got good um, 
good ball skills, you know what I mean? And I think he's a 5'8 in waiting. Seriously. Mm. But he, I, looked, I watched him last okay. night going, man, Nigel Wagner has just been reborn. Oh. He's not even dead yet. Bang. It's great. No, but I mean, on a football field, it's, yeah. like, it's like watching <laughs> Nigel Wagner again. Like The two tries he scored on the weekend, I was, swore I was watching Nigel again. Mm. You, you, what I does like that, that say too, Kempi, about the Broncos? Because they let Reese Walsh go because he wasn't good enough, right? They, how many players have they let go that aren't good enough? Jesse Arthurs is at the Warriors on loan from the Broncos because he had no, they didn't have a place for him. Is it, is it another one that you know could be? Because everything I've heard is the Warriors are looking at Jesse Arthurs. It's a loan, but it's a loan to look. We Mate, might I'd take sign this guy. Je- I would sign next year. I would sign. I was speaking to you, Ricardo, about. I would sign Jesse Arthurs today. You know what I mean? He's he's what you see with him at the moment is you see a maturing kid. It's like a it's like a um, four year old stallion, mate. He's going out the paddock next year, and he's going to come back another five kilos heavier. Yeah. I would sign him now. He's if they want to if they did see want a decent centre, he's it. But I think he he's better than that. He'll move in one more, and he's the answer to five eight position that they got at the moment. Bang, love that. Love what about what about Kevy Walters, mate? I was just watching him, his demeanour on the on the sidelines last uh, in that in that match, and just looked a bit lost, eh? A bit nervous, lost eh? words and yeah, nervous, and, what, and just really what a sideline yeah, though. Just notice it. He's got he's got his yeah, bro- he's got what, his brother. Th- he's got his brother there. That's a hooker. Used to be the hooker. I don't know if you you were alive then, but he was a hooker for <laughs> for Canberra, and also also the Aussie hooker, and and of course Alfie Langer around there that looks like he swallowed a cow. Yeah. Um, but three leg- <laughs> three legends, mate. You know what I mean, sitting on the sideline. Yeah. Oh, how hard is that conversation, mate? Like, I think we should do mm. that. And and Alfie Lang is probably used to telling Kevin Walters what to do because that's where he played with seven and six in it when they were playing mm. for Brisbane. And then you've got um, his brother, the, the hooker, sitting there, who's the chirpiest bloke on the pitch anyway, saying, "Well, I think this should happen." I, mate, I don't know. I don't know whether Kevin Walters lasts the year. Seriously. It looks mm. like, you know, I, don't, I don't know if you've read the news, but Payne Haas and um, the young halfback had a scrap last night apparently and it's all over the papers in Brisbane. And, uh, you know, I think I think the problems off the field and the contract stuff like what Ricardo just touched about um, with the Jesse Arthurs and, and you know, it's not it's not the Jesse Arthurs, it's the Fafitas, mate, going to, going to um, the Titans. You know, it's the Payne Haas being courted by um, Full Gould down at the Bulldogs. They're the ones that really hurt him. And I just don't think, if he if he doesn't get a couple of wins, man, I, I think they'll look elsewhere again. Mm, okay. Okay, that'll be interesting to see, mate. And another coaching dilemma as well that went on over the weekend. Wayne Bennett going down and flying down to the Knights and taking a wee, uh, wee look at Kalen Ponga. And I want to get your thoughts on that because Andrew Johns, your good neighbour, mate, he won happy. Yeah, he wasn't happy one bit. So we'll rip into that a bit, bit shortly, but uh, we've got a good show. We've got a good show. Keep your text messages coming through. I've got one from Mark. I'll read that very, very shortly. We'll be back soon to digress and talk a bit more league and also that Caleb Clark red card because that is a hot topic at the moment. We'll be back shortly. You'll see Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.